Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello there and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. This is episode number 38. 38 already? Yeah, oh man, my gosh. Man, time flies when you're talking crap. <laughs> yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. But it's good to record this stuff for posterity. Yes, yes. People keep saying, oh, I record it so that my children will know what I was like. Might, yeah, no, I think the children already know what you're like if you're... Uh, I don't have any, so I I'm like, well. I've got no excuse. I just... I just Record my the sound of my voice so I can listen to it over and over and over and over again. Excellent. It's a good <laughs> reason. Put yourself to sleep. I do know that you listen to the podcast episodes after I publish them. Yeah, I do. I just do. to make sure, I think. Just to remember what I said. <laughs> I could never remember just what so I... you don't get caught out when someone actually asks about it. Yeah, I, I've had that. I've had somebody come up to me and go, da, 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 da. And how are you going with blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, how do you know about that? How do you know about that? And then, yeah. Oh, I heard it on the podcast. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. I sp- spilled my guts on the podcast. I forgot I did that. Yeah, I'm good like that. <laughs> anyway, I'll probably get myself in trouble. I'm going to have to definitely not uh, take anybody out on a date or anything and ever speak about it on the podcast. No, yeah, you, you're exactly right there. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a looming concern, isn't it? It's, it's obviously a looming concern. Well, I don't know if it's a looming concern. I'm just more worried about when you take someone out on a date. I mean, yeah, what, I, that mean it's not going to happen. <laughs> that's what I mean. Okay. It's not a looming concern. Oh, that's right then. Yeah. Okay, so what are we on to up to today? Uh, I've got my last two stories from my trip to Christchurch to talk about. Well, do you want to tell us one of those then? Yeah, I'll tell you the first one. Uh, I ended up going on the Weka Railway night run, and uh, it's a steam train. Uh, that's all about all I can tell you. Uh, I'm not a steam train fanatic, though there was many, many fanatics on this journey. Uh, it was very interesting. They only do one night run a year. And wow. I, yeah, yeah, and I happened to be there for it. It's in Waipara which is North Canterbury, and it's Canterbury's Vintage Railway. Uh, I'll put some photos up in the show notes. So do they purposely wait for the middle of winter before they do this once-a-year thing? Yeah, I think so, what's yeah. the What's the sense in that? Uh, because when you go to the little tiny place, uh, which is called Waikari, uh, you end up at this little place, and it's covered in snow. It's very pretty. Oh. Um, but... Uh, I, I tend to forget that snow is pretty. I just think of it as cold, therefore I don't want to go near it. No, no, it's great. The trains are hauled by an A428, uh, which was built in 1909, and um, or uh, diesel electric, but we had the steam one, so it's pretty cool. Uh, there was quite a few people there, and you had to pre-book your tickets, and they put on an extra carriage. There was that many people, actually, and... How, this is the demographics of how it all worked out. There was 95% steam train fanatics. Absolutely crazy. Like, Do they have t-shirts with steam trains on them and stuff? No, no, no. They all know each other and they reminisce about the last 20 years of going to see steam trains. And they remember last year and the year before and every year. And they seem to travel around the country and go to all these steam train things. And some of these people weren't young. So, you know, 70, 80-year-old woman talking about... Oh, that time that I volunteered and I turned the train around. I wonder if I can turn the train around tonight. Will they let me? And then this guy comes in and he's the main guy. So they're all yelling at him. Um, hey, hey, what happened? And he says, oh, yeah, rah, we're doing this and doing that. and rah, rah. So it was a bit intense. 
Uh, then it was made up of about, so it's 95%. There was probably about 3% of us that had nothing to do with trains or photography. And then there was a 2% which was like a photography club. Because what they do on the Wicker Road Railway night run is, okay, folks, everyone in the train. And every, there's all these people everywhere. Now, anyone that wants to take a photo of the train as it's leaving the station, get out now, walk in front of the train, we'll drive the train forward, and then you can get on. And as we're going towards uh, the little place that I just forgot the name of, um, we will be stopping the train, and you can get off and take photos of the train. So Arriving. Officially no, no, arriving. No, 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 no. Not, not arriving anywhere. Oh, you just stationary. Yeah, no, no, no. No, not even that. So, yeah. <sighs> okay. It's a pitch black night, and the year before, apparently, it was moonlit and really nice. So, they stop the train on a corner, and then everyone gets off, and almost everyone, but I'll cover that in a minute. And you get off, and you sort of go into a ditch covered in gorse. So, that's a fun experience. And there's about, I don't know, I think there's about 50 people outside this train. The train shoots backwards. Like, it disappears in the night, going backwards. And everyone's there. They've all got... DSLR cameras, they've all got tripods, they're all ready to go to take a photo of this train. Now, remember, most of them are crazy train people, so they don't know what they're doing. And then some of the photography people don't know what they're doing. So we're all sitting there, and I've got a little point-and-shoot camera, which has got this weird handheld night mode, which works really well for stationary objects, not a moving train. And the train comes shooting past you, and you've basically got one shot to take a photo. That's it. And then it goes off for miles, and then he comes back, and then everyone gets on. Does that three times on the way to this little place. After the first time, wasn't so keen to get out again, so didn't do that. <laughs> but when the crazy train folk get on board, hey Tim, Jim, rah rah, because they all know each other. Oh, there was a guy with like the world's graveliest voice. I wish I could have recorded it because he was all It was crazy. Um, did you get a photo of the train? Nah, it was too dark. Or I got a photo of the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you know, twenty years ago they would have been doing that, and it wouldn't be till they got developed that they. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then there was like, yeah. So we get to the place, and you've got like an hour to wander around. Um, and in the place there is a tea room, cafe, general shop, post shop, everything combined shop. That's all in one. There's a takeaways. There's a weird art craft store, and then there's a pub. And that's it. So I went to the pub, had a few beers. <laughs> got back on the train and uh, throughout this whole experience there was two people on the train and I've surmised that they were on a blind date I don't know what they were expecting but riding in the middle of the night on a steam train was not what they were expecting because they did not look at each other they looked like they wanted to kill each other or themselves and they sat at the pub looking bored shitless and then it was time to get back on the train and they were the most depressed looking pair of people I've ever seen in my life. Are you sure about this blind date thing? Yeah, I'd say so. He was of Indian descent and she (laughs) was of, I don't know, Caucasian. And she'd ask him a question and then he'd give her an answer and then she'd be like, and they wouldn't even look out. They didn't even get off the train when we were doing the photo thing and they wouldn't look out the window. They were just like this. I'm just staring down, really depressed. Okay. But the train thing, really, really good. Really cool. Um, Train folk were crazy. Like, you know, you finally leave. And it's funny when you t- talk to anybody who's into 
into something in a big way. I mean, because you're talking about the, the train people, I'm thinking about the pumpkin people. I know, I know. And some of the random conversations I ever hear you on the phone. What do you mean? It's the wrong genus. It's the same genus. It's a, how can they split the two genus into two when they're both the same genus, but they're both different thingies within the same genus? God knows what you're talking about. I know, no all, clue. all over those pumpkins. No clue. I mean, to be fair, I used to be a bit like that with all the fighting and the karate stuff and all the Japanese yeah, stuff when yeah. I was uh, yeah, 30 years ago, whatever, but yeah. Yeah, so it was good. Um, yeah, really, uh, it was a shame it wasn't a moonlit night. That would have been pretty epic. Yeah. But um, yeah, really cool. And um, So you had a good date then? Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> so they run... Um, yeah, in January they run every Sunday, and then February to December it's the first and third Sunday. But um, the main guy that was going on about stuff, he was talking to all these other train people, and he was saying that um, they're just about to start building an $800,000 shed to replace all their other sheds. For that train? Yeah, and one's going to be housing all the everything, and then one section's going to be um, for restoration, and then one's for something else. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we, we're all good, we've got all the money. So, because oh, cool. it's a historic uh, thing, I guess. Historic trust in that, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Um, I've been on a steam train, I think. I can't remember it was so long ago. Like when ago. you were real young? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, QE2 Park. I'm pretty sure they had a steam train that went around there. It might have just been a tram, and I can't remember. But, yeah, like when, I said, I was really young. Where, where my mum and dad live, I won't say, but um, they had a steam train used to come... At, they used to bring it in on the weekends or something and then take them around the little area. And for some reason, my dad thought it was a great idea to like just chuck random people in the back of his van and take them around a tour. Um, Did he charge them? No, I don't think so. That's what we used to do on the weekends as kids. We'd be like, get in the van. We've got to take all these randoms around. And uh, I don't think he really knew anything about the local history. He just drove around and around the town, <laughs> pointing out like really obvious things. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it stopped and... I don't, yeah, that was a bit weird at the Good time. Good one, Dad. Yeah, no, because um, had, I had a friend uh, at school, and his family uh, were all into, they were into two things, actually. Projections, you know, the old film, because yep. I got my um, film license, New Zealand Film Library license with him. Yeah. And the other thing was steam trains, and they made miniature steam trains. That worked, like proper, proper steam trains. But they're about this big. Yeah. They're too heavy to carry. So this big for the listening audience is about a meter long. Have you been to Maybe the steam train mini- miniature trains here in Hamilton? Nah, no, I you need to go. Like we'll it go. It would probably be the same thing, and and they go on the this track, yeah, and then you sit on this carriage, which you know, sort of lays over the yeah, track, yeah, yeah. and people sit on either side. But yeah, it was, it was fascinating. Oh. You could just see how what it took for them to build those things. Yeah, unbelievable. You, so you need to. Um, it's hard to explain because you can't see my hands while I'm doing a podcast. But imagine, like Chris is saying, a meter long a train, steam train. Well, at the Hamilton one, they got given, because it's Hamilton Model Engineers, I think it is, they got given this one that was probably oh, about a foot long, if that. Yeah. And it was that big. That's and, about two feet. Yeah. Your hands and on. it was towing, he, he can only put one piece of coal in at a time, and it was towing a whole thing. It could carry everyone. Yeah, they're so powerful. It's and, a, um, incredible, eh? How yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. they are! So we'll definitely have to take you out there because it's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's every Sunday. Cool. Yeah, I've no, got I'll some be tickets in my car that I haven't used for the last year and a half. <laughs> Sorted. Sweet, done. Make it a date. Did you know that the old uh, global mode's coming to an end? Do you know what global mode is, Chris? 
Something to do with roaming on your phone? No, sorry, ISP internet global mode. Oh yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I've never used that. I've never had to. No, I've never had to use it, but uh, it would have been pretty cool. So it was only Slingshot that was op- offering that. Was that right? No, there was a couple of them. Just for everybody, so everybody knows, global mode was where the ISPs hid the fact that we are second-rate citizens and we come from New Zealand. Because to the rest of the world, apparently that's what we are. Because if we go to America, we can't we watch can't watch anything. Half of your well, yeah, virtually none we've, of your content. Yeah, we've got watered down um, Netflix now. Yeah, you go onto YouTube because somebody's put something on. Um, Facebook and go, well, this video is amazing. You click on it, it goes, you're in the wrong country, you can't watch it. You have no idea how annoying that is until uh, you have to uh, think. So the main company is called Cool Plus, and they actually own Slingshot, Orcon, and Flip Internet, those right. three. And they just said, stuff here, we're going to use this technology that was created by a New Zealand firm, and basically they just turn on global mode, and if you had uh, internet with those guys, you could access anything overseas. No worries. So it would just... I reroute through a local IP in whatever country you're in type thing. Yeah, I'm not sure the uh, the technology behind it. But that's it effectively. Yeah, but uh, basically the other um, TV networks who have to pay for rights and things like that, Sky TV, just sort of. See now, had a crap now I'm getting it. ready for a rant because that really, 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 really annoys hang me. Hang on, hang on. So basically, they were going to take him to court. They said, "Nah, not going to go through that process. We're going to turn it off first of September." Now is it time for rant time? What the hell are they thinking, right? So we've got this situation where you've got content creators and studios totally understand they've got to make money. Exactly like us. They sell it, yeah, like us. Like we've got to make money. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Um, so, and then <laughs> they sell it to these middle men distributors who just, you know, carve up the rights. So basically it's, yeah, it's just crap. They add no value whatsoever. No, and they just <laughs> and and they and you know they're getting paid by us, uh, the consumer. So um, yeah, I I'm all for global mode economy where we all just get the same thing. It gets released everywhere. It will mean that the artists will get paid more. Yeah, I mean I that's mean, all it means. So there are yeah, yeah. If the creators right. don't have that middle layer in there, and they you know, have one level where they distribute internationally at once. Yeah. You know? So there's still ways around it. You can use VPN and stuff overseas. And people are still going to do that. And the the argument is, these people are just going to Google it, because it's pretty easy to do, and shift and still do it. So the people that have uh, threatened court action haven't actually really done anything, except for maybe, I don't know, stop 10% of the people. Yeah. The other 90 are still going to do it. Or torrent. Yeah. And download what they want. Yeah. You know, give them the proper option of watching stuff like everyone else in the world, and you'd be fine. But no, yeah, no, we've got to go back to the, we've got to get to that global sort of just marketplace and just do it for everybody at once. I'm it just drives me insane. I'm going green and I'm bulking up right now. Uh-oh. You can't see it. He's going to split his pants again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's the turkey baby about? Oh, so I, I think I told you about that. Actually, no. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, but I read that in the wrong context, and I was thinking of a baby turkey <laughs> yeah, no. as opposed to a baby in Turkey. In the country of Turkey, yeah, that makes more sense a sense. family's down at the beach, and as you do, they put their 10-month-old on a... Um, Floating lilo thing? See? No, I think it was like a boy. 
because they say a, a, a buoy, as they say in the States. Um, but, th- yeah, they, they put it in this floaty thing, and then they forgot about the baby. And the prevailing wind up. was offshore towards Greece. So by the time they got hold of the coast, they, some of the people on the shore tried to swim out to the baby but couldn't catch it. Yeah. And uh, by the time the uh, Coast Guard were alerted, uh, the baby was over a kilometre offshore. Oh my Parent God. of the Year Award. There you go. Well, they, you know, they got the child back. That's a good thing, I guess. Seriously. Oh, he's just in training for a refugee thing later on. Yeah. That's not funny, is it? No, maybe not. Not at all. Maybe no, not. Sorry. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah, that was the turkey baby. Oh, the turkey baby. I will link to that Parent in the, of the show year. notes. Just, but I also read about yes. this uh, teen, teen guy, a uh, 17-year-old local guy in Hamilton here in Hamilton, New Zealand, who has dropped out of school because he's making five grand a month in his two YouTube channels. Yes. So I've, I haven't got the story around at the moment, so I don't have the guy's name or anything, but... Um, Good on you, sir. I am impressed with that. He's focusing on two things. Um, one is the the big ten, top ten things, and that's yep. he's just got a silver YouTube button, which is apparently what happens when you hit a hundred thousand uh, subscribers. Um, and he's about eighty thousand on the gaming channel, which he actually prefers, and he's looking forward to getting to a hundred thousand on that. He only talks about Kingdom Hearts or whatever it's called on PS. Uh, uh, that's not what it said in the story. That's what it said in the caption. Oh, but it's not what it said in the story. So I'm not really sure what's true. Yeah, because the caption he goes, "I'm into gaming on on all sorts of stuff," and you know, I just like talking gaming. I can't imagine you would have eighty thousand people if all you're talking about is one particular game. No, but they do. I might I might be wrong. That's not very many people though. That's he's, yeah, true. He's, he's not that huge. So the biggest guy in the world's the Swedish gaming vlogger PewDiePie. He's got over fifty million weekly views, and I can't remember how many um, people that actually subscribe. And he's worth millions and millions. I don't. Have you ever heard him on a podcast? No, I'm trying to remember the one Carl put me onto. He that um, I watched a bit, and he um, he was pretty cool. Well, this PewDiePie guy is quite funny, and he just plays random games and then yells at the screen quite a bit and stuff. And he, uh, yeah, he was like a he, he was a boat captain at one point and all this other stuff and his parents said you got to get a job and he's like yeah whatever and he got fired I think and um, yeah he uh, basically decided just to make videos and but he was doing it like full on um, you know oh sorry that's a video he's got 37 million people following his YouTube channel Wow. So. Yeah, because um, yeah, this kid was saying, you know, he, school was starting to become a distraction and that he couldn't do all the stuff he wanted to yeah. do to keep his um, followers happy. So, And his mum was really anti it at first when he first started. I bet she was, but you when know, he's bringing a 60K a year yeah, from um, doing nothing. Now she's there. like, uh, she's fully supportive. Yeah, um, although there are a lot of, there's a lot of flack and f- pushback about people saying, oh, you shouldn't get him to leave school. I mean, I. I I, th- I totally disagree with uh, the naysayers there. Um, it's a bit hard, may, though. May, be- maybe because I left school at 16. So, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't think that um, an education isn't something you can force feed from, um, you know, being in an institution. That doesn't teach you necessarily anything. No. If you go to an institution with the goal to learn something for a specific purpose, oh, yes. yes. That makes sense. But if you are just going because that's what everybody tells you to do, that's bollocks. 
and, yeah. it, and you know it's, it just doesn't work i don't think so um yeah um so i good on him and uh hope he does well and i'd like to learn a bit more about how to do that with a podcast like this one <laughs> no you'd have you'd have to be watching it's the commenting there's a good south park episode on it yeah. And uh, Cartman decides to do it and makes millions of dollars. And he's commenting on people commenting. Like he goes next level. Uh, <laughs> so it's pretty good. Meta. I quite like how South Park keeps up with uh, uh, current things. Yeah, I've never got into South Park. Never. The, the, later, the later ones aren't as stupid and um, vulgar, I guess. So they're actually, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. There's quite a few I want to um, point Tash, out to you. Tash was quite into it, and, um, but I'll, I never... I'll have to find the one about startups when they make their own startup. And like, what does startup do? And he goes, oh, we're just a startup, and they crowdfund all this money <laughs> for no reason. Cool. Okay. I might have to, we might have to do a, a session of um, South Parks. We could do. Uh, also, while I was in Christchurch, I went up the gondola. Oh, right. Um, which is, there's actually... Like, is that out Littleton way? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Yeah. It's on the way to Littleton. Yeah, yeah, Littleton um, Hills or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing up the top except for a restaurant, cafe thing. Uh, they got this little weird uh, time tunnel ride underneath that you travel around. Uh, and these little battery-powered carts. And they're following a wire track that's been laid on the floor. And you just basically stop at a DVD screen and then that disappears. And then you go and there's a few uh, scenes made up. And then it sort of says, oh early settler arrived and then it jumps forward to all these famous people in Christchurch it's like they didn't have enough room and they just got rid of a couple of hundred years hey just while you're on that I, I was I haven't got it in front of me so I, I can't, can't give you the specifics but I was reading um, one of those stories now I think it was Business Insider or something which was a bit random because it was the things out of Back to the Future that have come true Oh, there's okay, 15 yep. things that yep. actually they've, they've done. And so Back to the Future, I'd forgotten, but they had, you know, it was Back to the Future 2 when he went into the, yep. the the far future and stuff, I think. But, yeah, they had the um, effectively Google Glass or Oculus Rift. Yeah, yeah. And so that that's come true and a few other things. but And, and including, because it's an American article, it was like the Miami baseball team because apparently back in 1984 when they filmed it, there was no Miami yeah, yeah. baseball team and there is now. But, you know... Um, but it was funny because they're like it had all this stuff, you know. They had three D holographic movies. Yeah. Um. They had all this other stuff, and but they still had fax machines. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, interesting. We had the Podfellas here last night using all our equipment uh, to record their podcast, and I was looking after the computer for them, and they were talking about um, how well did they pay for that? Oh, you have, you don't want to know. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So they uh, they were talking about uh, Terminator Genesis and just the continuation of um, franchises and things. And they also mentioned that the writer and I think it's the director of Back to the Future said there will be no reboot of Back to the Future as long as we're alive. Oh, good job. Look, I mean, Back to the Future, the original one, I watched it so many times back then. Um, you know, I had it on DVD or, or well, video tape, VHS, I should say, VHS. Which was a thing. Yeah, which was a thing. I bet you still got it. No, I don't. I Are don't. you sure? No, I had two, you do hoard a lot I of stuff. I had two VHSs and I used to um, oh, copy alternate. stuff. and No, copy. Oh, sorry. Actual yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah I and, bet you did. And edited together um, music clips. So I'd have a party mix music clip and a barbecue mix. Yeah. Yeah. You're that guy. It's like the DJ guy. but video DJing back before it was a thing. Anyway, so 
if you watch Back to the Future really critically, yeah. there's some amazing things that they put in there which people just wouldn't get. Yeah. So he goes, I remember when this is old man Peabody's farm. And in the second when he shoots the the guy shooting at him, when he's gone back in time and he's going past the letterbox, the letterbox says Peabody as it's being blown apart. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, he goes down to Twin Pines Mall, but then when he's in the car, he runs over a, a pine tree. Yeah. And when he goes back to the f- back to his own time, it's now called Lone Pine Mall, and they've changed all the signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, I, I used to know them all. But there's like fifteen or sixteen of these things that yeah. are just like pretty if cool. you didn't know what to look for, you wouldn't have a clue. And if they reboot it, they wouldn't give a crap about any of that no. and they'd just so we're, be we're quite hopeful they're not going to reboot it but anyway that would annoy the ba- hell out of ba- me ba- ba- the rant ba- back to where I started <laughs> I was at the gondola yeah yeah and, um, sorry there was, no it's fine but there was a lot of snow outside and I went outside to have a look at the snow because that's what you do uh, and wandering around and there was a guy there and he was a paraglider so he had this massive backpack on and behind him was uh, his, his shoot was laid out, and I thought this is pretty cool. I might go up and have a yarn with the guy because I thought, you know, he must be, you know, get used to this. So while he's sort of perched on the edge of this hill, massive hill, uh, there's another guy turns up with a backpack, and he's over on this other um, cliff ledge, I guess. And uh, the first guy uh, is waiting for the wind. He's holding the straps, and he's waiting for the wind. And a little gust comes, so he lifts the shoot up starts running as fast as he can forward and then stops and sort of slides a little bit and then the chute drops down and he is not happy. Not a happy man. So the other guy yells out across, like he's quite a way away. He's like, Steve, what happened? He goes, the ground is too effing slippery. He was raging because there was snow. So the other guy's like, hey, should we go to some rock? I know there's a rock somewhere. We'll jump off that. No, I'm doing it here. And as he's doing that, I'm like, I'm about this close to him. I'm really close to the guy. Like three feet away. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know when you're in that mode where you just want to do something because you're so annoyed? He was just ignoring me. He just, no, I'm not talking to this hairy weirdo. Uh, (laughs) So he does the exact same thing again, and he's there, and he starts swearing because there's no wind. Hurry up. Hurry up, you even wind. And uh, he's like a um, middle-aged guy too. He's like, <laughs> yeah, go. And so anyway, he puts his shoot up, runs off, jumps, and he's flying. And then he sort of, I've got some photos to show of this guy too. I'm just taking photos, so I don't know if that was putting him off too. Uh, he sort of goes around this hill past the other guy, and the other guy just starts screaming something, something left, something, something left. I don't know what it was. And the other guy didn't, didn't see him again. I think he slammed into the side of the hill and then rolled down the hill. <laughs> um, Shouldn't laugh. But the second guy took off and he went right up in the air and he was going great. So <laughs> it was pretty interesting, actually. And um, for 200 I looked it up online. Uh, for like $270, you can do a one-day course and you do four jumps. A three-day course, you do about 20. And if you go for six or seven days and they'll give you full certification to do it, you end up uh, doing f- over 40 jumps from different locations in six days. Wow. And it's uh, yeah, 270 for one day, about 700 for three days, and only 1400 for the six days. And I thought it was real cheap. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then there's another classification when they've got the motor on their back when they take off and fly around with, them, with, the, with the fan. Ooh, that'd be cool. So that was pretty cool. 
to see. Yeah, see, I, I would like to try that. I'd like to try kite surfing too. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't be too much of a fan of the water. I'd much prefer the water. Yeah, no, that bit seems a lot less hard. No, it's not though. That's the thing. If you hit it, it's it's hard as concrete. Same thing. Yeah, no, the ground seems a lot harder. No, about the same. And bumpier. Yeah, bumpier. You can't run into the side of the ocean. You can run into the side of a hill though. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> cool. So quite like that. And um, you know, with that amazing story, we are almost at the end of the podcast, Chris. Oh, really? That went quick, eh? That went really quick. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've got anything else to say anyway. Actually, I was, I was going to mention, um, you had a tooth removed. Um, oh, yeah. So I did how, have a tooth removed how was this the week. Cri- was it hard to do the... Because you said the dentist was really hot and I'm going to go back to her, which I thought was a weird <laughs> statement because she's going to be in your mouth and, you know. Uh, was it hard to do Chris eyes while she's working on you? Like I closed my eyes. Oh, did you? I, I surrendered Were you like, completely. Was she talking a lot though? Like we listen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She, so she's uh, Eastern European accent, uh, petite blonde. Um, in, yeah. your, in your mouth. In my mouth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was uh, at, at her, at her entire mercy with my mouth wide open. I just closed my eyes. So she's yeah, this petite blonde with this huge awl. You know what an awl yeah, is, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what they use to remove teeth, apparently. So she's yeah. like. Got it in my mouth and putting all the weight on it and jumping up and putting her weight on this thing in my mouth. I find it a bit weird going to the dentist because I have to take my glasses off. And usually I've been wearing my glasses all day and then I'll go to the dentist. So when I take them off, I'm more blind than I would, would be if I'd just woken up. Yeah. So I have no, I can see something, but I can't see exactly what it is or what they're doing. Oh, really? Is that that bad? Yeah, I am blind as. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just stumble around a lot. <laughs> So yeah. make sure to check us out at the Chris and Sam com. Yep, so we'll have all the uh, stories and links there for you to do so. Check us out on Facebook. We are the Chris and Sam podcast. And I think Not the guys in the th- hot tub. I think we come up as the first one now, maybe. Yay! Well, you'll know which one we are, and uh, we post photos and stuff there. And, of course, we're at Chris and Sam pod, and you may see some t- uh, on Twitter, and you may see some tweets about... It might be pod fit or diet pod, hashtag diet pod yeah, or diet hashtag. Pod, I think. Oh, they've been talking about ha- hashtag pod fit, which I think is a better. Pod fit sounds better. Yeah, I think it's better and it sounds more positive. So there's a whole bunch of podcasters from around the world, actually, um, doing a little bit of a diet bet thing. We're all putting it in because there's a, a, a site called Diet dietbet.com. Yeah, I don't have looked at that. You deposit money in there. And then uh, you set these goals, and the people who get to the the goals in the end oh, win yes. the money, yeah. uh, less the diet bets fees, of yeah, course. Yeah. So that could be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So we're not starting to August, so I think I better fatten myself up a little and get ready for a diet. Yeah. Very I might good. Ha- I might have to get some tips from Carl. Yeah. Did you see? You don't remember? You, you've never seen Carl big? No. He was big, and he got small really quick for a bet. Oh, wow. And it's, it was an impressive transformation, like ridiculous. That's why he, he, he removed his wedding photos and stuff. Oh he got God, rid of them I all. I these photos. Because, I want to see these photos. Because he was so big. Actually, I'll show you a photo of um, my, me and him at my 40th, and we are both bigger Excellent. then. We Excellent. were both bigger then. Anyway, and that won't be on the website. No, we uh, won't website. be posting that. Anyway, <laughs> until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed 
Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.